0: Hey, gang, and welcome to episode four of the Just Get Started podcast. I'm your host, Brian Andreco. Thanks again for being along in this journey. And excited to get started here with uh, my guest today and talked a lot through fitness and nutrition. Um, it's something I've wanted to have from the beginning, have someone that's a, a personal trainer that's in the fitness world um, and that works with a lot of individuals on, on obviously bettering their health and, and wellness. And... I'll tell you what, Jordan Syatt, who's my guest today, absolutely raises the bar um, for everyone else that's going to come on here with the passion and and fire that's in his voice. Um, So I'm excited to introduce Jordan in just a second. But one of the things I did want to mention for everyone, because I thought it's really interesting, you know, as as we talk through this, you know, just get started podcast and, and we talk about different ways to motivate and inspire you know, ourselves, um, to be better human beings and to kind of be a better version of ourselves. I saw a great quote earlier this week from Sylvester Stallone. Um, you guys know from the Rocky, you know, series, but he says, you know, success is usually the culmination of controlling failure. And when I thought about that, um, I thought it was so inspiring by the way, if you guys don't know the story around how Rocky got made, I absolutely recommend to go take a, a further read and look through that. You know, Stallone had like $100 in his pocket. He ended up turning down a $300,000 offer um, for the rights to the movie, basically. They were going to put in someone else, you know, Burt Reynolds or James Caan. There was a couple others that were they were thinking about that were actually going to go in instead of him. But he he banked on himself. He said, you know what, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make it work. And he had that grit and determination. So all those little failures that you go through, ultimately, you know, if you keep persevering, can lead you to that success. And and obviously we, we know the story of the, the Rocky series and how successful that has become. And and that's kind of a second part of that quote is that, you know, Sly Stallone, he he bet on himself. He said, you know what, I'm doing this. I'm going to put it on my shoulders because he believed in it so much. And he kept pushing through. And so if you really think about those little things that happen in each of your own lives, you know, where where's that little uh, sense of motivation you can take from that quote or maybe something that Sly Stallone did to say, you know, what, I'm going to take ownership of this. I'm going to see this through. I'm going to push on and push forward. And those are some things, you know, I, I think could be really important, um, especially if, you know, sometimes that first sign of adversity, there's there's that thought of quitting. Maybe this is that opportunity to push forward and, and actually complete it through. So hope you guys enjoy that quote, and uh, hopefully it'll take some inspiration from that going forward. Okay, so let's jump into this interview today. Um, had the privilege and, and the pleasure of talking with Jordan Syatt of Syatt Fitness. Um, Jordan can be found online, sciatfitness.com. Um on Instagram is where I found him, at sciatfitness and his last name is spelled S-Y-A-T-T. But Jordan has just a tremendous amount of knowledge as well as a ton of content that he puts out online. Um I, I really enjoy his visual content on Instagram. Um, and it's stories around a variety of things from, you know, myth-busting different nutrition, you know, advice that people hear, or maybe it's perfecting certain exercises um, that you may use at the gym, whatever it may be. Um, he has a ton of great content, so I definitely check him check him out. And we talk about a variety of things in this interview. I won't steal the thunder a lot, but, you know, it's around his upbringing, how he got into personal training, um, you know, how he... Uh, how he really guides his clients to the right direction that they need in their lives. Um, We talked about New Year's resolution. So we really hit on a a lot of key points, especially around fitness and nutrition. So if that's something you guys are looking forward, um, you know, in terms of different advice and stuff, you're going to want to stick and listen through this because he's going to give you a lot of great insight on that. Anyways, without further ado, let's jump right in. um, And I hope you enjoy the interview today with Jordan Syatt. Let's get it started. Jordan, good morning. Thanks for joining the podcast.
1: Dude, thanks for having me
0: on. No, absolutely, man. I'm glad to, uh, glad to be able to chat with you here and appreciate you covering out some time. I know uh, your schedule is brutal. So let's actually start right there um, if we can before – I do want to flip back a couple chapters in your life and go through a couple things that, that you got started with. But you, you're kind of well-documented where you know you're, you're on the road, you're traveling seven days a week now. Um, with Gary and and doing a lot of stuff with that. Can you give us just, just for the folks listening kind of a day in the life right now, your world, where'd you sleep last night? Um, What's on your mind at this morning? What's kind of going on?
1: Yeah, man. So (laughs) my life is a whirlwind. It's one of those things where uh, people don't really understand it until they hear it. And then they hear it. They're like, Holy shit. Um, So basically I coach, I coach Gary Vaynerchuk as part of what I do. So I have an online coaching business. Then I also, I'm Gary's like personal trainer. So, the deal is basically I coach Gary seven days a week and travel with him wherever he goes, which means like about, so last night I was in New York city, but a couple of weeks ago I went from New York to Istanbul, to Norway, to Sweden, to LA, to Denver, to New York, to Chicago, all within a period of 10 days. So like it, it's, it's intense. Um, usually it's traveling all over rarely in the same place for more than 48 hours or so. Um, so last night I was in New York, and today I'm in, uh, in, I'm in the city. Tomorrow I think I'm actually going to Atlanta, and then uh, Sweden. So, and basically this is all just traveling with Gary, so I can coach him once a day
0: what's been the uh, and, and I know you you're a world traveler cuz so I think you, you lived in Tel Aviv if I recall um uh, but what's the what's the cool ex- experience maybe over the last year or so that you've had in terms of maybe a different adventure you've been on or different city you never you know you, you never thought you'd uh you know explore
1: yeah so i mean traveling is is one of the main reasons i wanted to start an online business which is it just gives me that opportunity um so I'd say it's honestly it's it's interesting it's hard with with my current situation with Gary in terms of we're not traveling to travel I mean we were in Ireland for 8 hours Germany for 16 hours like we go he does his stuff and then we peace so we don't really have an opportunity to really get to know too much but um I will say going to Norway was a really, it was a very positive surprise I've never heard anything bad about About that area of the world, but I've also never really been, it's never been like, Hey, you have to go here. It's never been like in my conscious and like in my face that much. And I went and it was, it was beautiful. I'm a big hiker. Uh, and and it was really, it was incredible. And I definitely want to go
0: back. No, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that seems like a that seems like a pretty cool area that maybe doesn't get explored as much as it should. Um, well, and let's kind of that's a good transition there in terms of you know your online business and, and trying to obviously broaden your horizons in your career. You know, I was inspired by something, um, and and you told a little more story about this online, but I'd love for you to go a little deeper about kind of you know starting to put yourself out there more, posting three times a day, staying consistent with it how do you balance that from a time management standpoint? You know, are there certain tools or maybe, you know, hacks that you can share to folks that are saying, hey, I want to, you know, branch out there, but I, I don't have the time or I don't know what to do?
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I'll be the first to say, like, I am not the the greatest person to go to from a, a balanced perspective in life. Like, I am... I'm so fully involved in in my business and my work that like I don't have much much work life balance as a lot of people like to t- like coin that term. Um, but I, I mean, listen, like I basically what happened was I was given the challenge of posting on Instagram three times a day, which <clears throat> at the time seemed so outrageous to me. I was like, three times a day? Are you kidding me? I don't know what the hell I'm gonna say. Like. Three times. I was barely posting like once every day. I was usually I was posting about five times a week, um, but I started posting three times a day, and my engagement skyrocketed and my audience skyrocketed. And um, it was one of those things where it just became a no brainer and part of my life. And when I first started, <coughs> it was about like I don't know. It took it n- no no joke easily took me six to eight hours a day out of my out of my day just from Thinking of the content, creating the content, posting the content, responding to questions and all that stuff. Like it was for three times a day, it was easily six to eight hours, not to mention all my other work and everything I had to do already on top of that. Um, I would, I will say like, if you're, if you're thinking about it or, or you want to get into it and three times a day literally just isn't feasible, which it might not be like if you have kids and a family and a full-time job, and this is more like the very beginning um, I would say literally just start with one time a day for 30 days straight. I would give yourself a challenge to do that. And usually what will happen is I like those types of challenges because if you don't do that and you say I'm going to do one time a day every day, unless you are a very, 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 very uh, rare individual, which most people aren't, then you're not going to do it because you'll you'll fall off. But if you do it for 30 days straight every single day – because it's a challenge that's usually enough for it to cultivate into a into a habit
0: oh that's good Uh, i like that advice and that really and that kind of you're you're tying this in well here because i want to go back obviously you know if you put crap online uh you know you're in the content's not out there and you don't have the you know kind of the industry knowledge or whatever and experiences to back it up you know people probably you know, won't care. So I want to go back and talk at the beginning, kind of your transformation story, because I think that's really helpful. Like as you build and, and build a career, right? You had to start from somewhere. Um, t- tell me a little about that. Cause you're a five time world champ, if a world record holder, if I recall. And so, but how did you start from there? Like, when did you decide that, Hey, you know, fitness is really important in my life. Was there a certain motivation that clicked in there? And, and then more importantly, how do you keep that going each and every day?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I mean it's uh it goes back far. I mean, I got my first personal training job when I was 14. Um I think a lot of people they they definitely overlooked that. I I was a wrestler my whole life. I wrestled from when I was 8 years old. Uh I made varsity as a freshman in high school. Um and it, I was I was a really I was a lightweight. I, I wrestled at 103. I cut from 1012 to 103 every week for uh like to to make weight. So I started had I had to learn about nutrition and strength training how to <clears throat> lose weight and stay strong and improve performance um so that's sort of how i got so involved in fitness and then i applied for my first personal training job as an intern i was a, I was a young kid like 13 14 years old and i was like hey can i come and and clean the floors and take the trash out i'll work for free i just want to watch and, and learn and i was rejected from that job and then i um i was i went back home i was like mom like they said no she was like cool like what's next and so then i she basically it was like her way of being like don't stop keep going and i applied to do the same exact thing to a gym uh, a town over and they let me come and fortunately that gym <clears throat> is like it was a, a private facility uh with two amazing coaches who are some of my best friends to this day and they sort of introduced me to the world of science-based coaching. Um, and then from there I got really into powerlifting. I did well with that. Um, and, and basically I started a website at 19, um, from my college dorm, not really, it, it wasn't a goal to start a business. Like when I started my website and started writing articles, there wasn't an idea in my head like oh this is going to be a business this is going to make money that that wasn't even a possibility like literally that was not something i was thinking about all i wanted to do was just write articles and and show people what i was doing strength training wise and 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 youtube videos showing them techniques just so they could do it too and so i could help them and over time after literally like years of posting that every day I went from an audience of, of myself and my mom to an audience of, of thousands. And, and then those thousands like started to ask me to write their training programs and the nutrition. And at first I would do it for free because I didn't realize I could charge for that. Like I, it was, it it wasn't my idea that I was going to make money. And then I was in college at the time still. and, And all of a sudden it became such a, such a demand that I had to charge. And, and that's sort of like how it, how it came, became a business where I, for years I just posted articles and videos every day, multiple times a day for several years. And then it sort of just naturally became a business.
0: Wow. That's interesting. I didn't realize at 14, you you kind of started that out. That's pretty cool to, uh, to hear. Um, well, and to that point, I guess, because Listen, at the end of the day, and I think you and I probably would both agree on this, right? Coaching has to be in your DNA, right? If you're going to be a coach, it's got to be in there. Like, not everyone's fit to be a coach. So how how did you realize or when did you realize, hey, coaching, I like helping people improve. I like helping people get better. Has that always been in your DNA or is that something that you uncovered through your own <laughs> transformation?
1: You know, I've always loved working out and fitness and and. Getting stronger and leaner—that's always been good for me. But I will never forget when I worked at this this other gym. It was called Punch Kettlebell Gym. That was my first job, and <clears throat> they started uh, the coaches like they took me under their wing and started teaching me. And and I remember that number one, the first time they let me lead a warm up in a group class, so They're like, all right, like you're gonna go do the warm up, and like, <laughs> it, it's it's hard to portray how comical that is but like that's nothing like leading a, a group warm up in a class is just like uh, it, it's it's next to nothing and it was like the i will never forget how i felt doing that and how like amazing it was to be in front of the class and be like all right let's like warm up your ankles and then your hips and it was just it was so amazing and then soon after they gave me my first one on one client his name is Fred 68 years old he had shoulder issues knee issues and and like working with him one on one to it. I was again, I was a teenager, and as a teenage guy, usually all you think about is like getting abs and hooking up with girls. And now I'm given like a 68 year old guy with real life problems, and I have to it, all of a sudden realize, wow, like there's much more to life and fitness than trying to look good. It's like, hey, this guy can barely move, so success for him is, is making sure that he can wake up in the morning without a debilitating shoulder pain and that he can pick up his grandkids, grandkids without like feeling like crap or, or hurting himself. And that was one of the most amazing feelings for me. And that sort of, uh, from that point, I was like, this is it. Like, I love this. And whether it's fitness coaching, business coaching, life coaching, whatever, it's sort of just what I've fallen into as part of my role. And that's what I love
0: well so in a in a few weeks' time the the gyms are going to get flooded again right every every January everyone's trying to tackle their the resolution and, and those type of things so I know you don't have to look far to the crystal ball to realize kind of most people are gonna quit I mean that's just kind of inevitable, but if you had a megaphone to kind of reach everyone in the world for just a minute, what advice might you give them to to maybe push them over the edge in twenty eighteen
1: uh Basically, I, w- I would say if to everybody is that it's you're not going to achieve your goals in in 2018. <laughs> like that's just it's not going to happen in a year. It's basically the reason people quit is because they have a very unrealistic expectation that like you, you can actually see it. People will start on January one, and they'll either start weighing themselves or take pictures or whatever, and they'll be like, "Oh, what the what the hell? Like I'm not seeing the progress I want to see. I've been doing this for a whole two weeks, or I've been doing this for a whole month, or and it, it feels longer because they're putting in the work, and it's not necessarily something they want to do, so they get really impatient." But they lose their, their consistency because of a lack of progress in, in what is – in their – logical or not is irrelevant in their mind what they've deemed as like an appropriate amount of time to see progress. So even if like – they talk about it with you, like, yeah, I know, like it really wasn't enough time, and I really wasn't as consistent as I should have been it, it doesn't matter because emotionally that's how they feel, and that's the the action that they took, so sort of irrelevant to even think about the logics with it. But what I would say is from the very beginning, like you here's the deal you you're more than welcome to go in January one and work try and work out seven days a week and go crazy and go all in, yada, yada, or you could say, "Hey, listen." I'm going to go in January 1 and realize this isn't, like, the the 30-day plan, the 60-day plan, the 90-day plan, the 2018 plan. This is the, this is the life plan. And, no, listen, you're going to get frustrated. You're not going to see the results you want immediately. You're, there's going to be days where you mess up. There's going to be days where you feel like you're not making any progress, and all that's fine because that's part of the process as long as you don't quit, as long as you keep getting back on track and the more you understand that you really internalize that's, part, that's what's going to happen the more consistent you'll be and i'm not looking for 100% consistency i'm looking for more 70 to 80% because if you can if you can be among the very the 1% of people who who can or are consistent throughout the entire year you'll go way further than the people who go for the month of january and
0: quit And I guess on that line, you know, a lot of people, they fool themselves with a lot of different myths out there, you know, you know, you kind of those common fitness myths that you, you probably hear about every single day. What are a couple that you do here and and maybe can you debunk a couple for the folks that are, that are listening in?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. I, I'll, I'll talk about this. This isn't even necessarily a myth. This is just one of the most common reasons why people struggle with their weight, um, and it goes to an interaction I had just a couple hours ago. Um, so I was in I was in Gary's uh, uh condo complex, and the the guy at the door was before Gary came down. He was like, man, like what are you doing with Gary? Like, I I, I don't understand it. You know, when when he, you first started with him, he had a little bit of a belly, and now like he just looks so lean and strong, like what are you doing? And I was like, man, it's, it's, we work out like several days a week in terms of strength training, but the, his, really what's going on is his nutrition. Like that's what, where he leans out. And that's how you lose, lose body fat is from keeping your nutrition in check. And, and he looked at me and he's like, man, like what the hell? Like my, my nutrition is perfect. Like I eat healthy all the time. I like, I, I don't eat junk. Like I don't understand it. No matter what, I just can't lose this weight. And this is the, I this is the thousandth, on thousandth, and thousandth time I've heard this, and I I always know what's going on in people's heads and why they think that, and then it actually happens. I was like, okay, well, I mean, so talk to me. How are you doing on the weekends? He was like, well, I mean, on the weekends, like I I don't do as well as I could, but overall, man, like I do great. Like I really do eat eat very healthy. I was like, okay, so I mean, he was like, listen, I only eat vegetables, was, and so. uh, and he's he's a buddy of mine. He's 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 Dominican. I was like, okay, so I mean, do you have uh a lot of rice and beans? And he was like, oh yeah, I have that too. And I was like, okay, so it's not just vegetables. He's like, no, well, it's not just vegetables, but a lot of vegetables. And also, you know, my my daughter, she comes home every couple of days and she cooks and oh, she makes the most delicious stuff. And and, and so it sort of like started out with the frustration because man, I just eat so healthy all the time and I can't, I don't know why. And as you sort of break down what's actually going on and you really like look at it from from an outside perspective, you can start to realize most people who think that they eat healthy 100% of the time or 90% or 80%, they're actually eating more than they think they are. There are things slipping in, whether it's the weekends, whether it's snacks here and there, handfuls of this, whatever, where they don't realize it. And it's the foods that you don't realize that are really hurting your progress. So my main recommendation to anybody who is struggling to lose weight and is frustrated and they feel like they're doing they're doing everything perfectly but it's just not working is write down everything you eat for 30 days straight and like a lot of people listening they won't do it because like well I know what I'm doing well listen research consistently shows that if you are struggling to lose weight you're underestimating how many, how many calories you're eating. So if you're serious about it, if you're very, very legitimately serious about this and, and you're tired of not seeing the progress you want to see, then you'll take me up on this challenge and you will count the calories and write down everything you eat for 30 days straight, everything you eat, everything you drink, Monday through Monday, including the weekends, everything you eat. And I guarantee you you're going to look at what you're eating and be like, oh, my God, I didn't realize I was having this. I didn't realize I was having that. And that includes all ingredients, whether you're putting olive oil into whatever or you're putting cream in your coffee. I mean, like people don't realize they put olive oil on something like it's Oh, well, it's healthy. Yeah, but like two tablespoons is 200 calories and you're probably putting closer to three or four tablespoons. So easily five, 600 calories into something where you don't even realize it. And then creamer and coffee is a lot and like a handful of of almonds is is over 200 calories. uh, People don't like they have all these little things. They don't realize it adds up. So um, if you're struggling to lose weight, the, the most important thing you can do is take 30 days, count all of your calories, and I guarantee you, you'll find out you're eating more than you think.
0: Well, that's yeah, that's great, and and I don't think a lot of folks do that. I know I've I've never even done that, so uh, yeah, that's a that's a good challenge. We'll make sure uh, we try to get some folks on that, and you know, like I said, it, at the end of the day, right? It's always this whole thing, you know, this whole premise around the just get started is is not just like oh, you got to start a business or whatever. It's these little things that you're even talking about, right? What's that little goal each and every day, maybe that you can do to improve your your health or your life to, for longevity? So. Great insight there. And let me ask you this, and and the science behind it as well, if you can give me, do you feel sleep is underappreciated?
1: Um, you know, I I actually don't feel sleep is underappreciated, and I'll tell you why. Because I've never found a health and fitness professional that doesn't say, "Hey, you gotta get your sleep together." Hey, you gotta sleep more. Um, or like I've never found one who doesn't promote a lot of sleep. I think every single person I've ever found in the health world talked about the importance of sleep. Now, what's really interesting is this. Uh, in any situation where someone where someone doesn't get a lot of sleep um but their calories are controlled they always lose weight and like by the way like i fully understand weight isn't the only aspect of health so if we if we're talking about just like overall general health and sleeping more 100% like um obviously you should focus on getting more sleep but the reason in t- if we're talking purely like weight loss and and fat loss the reason that people are, are not losing weight isn't necessarily because they're not sleeping it's usually because if they're not sleeping then they're either eating like during that time when they're awake and they're continuing to overeat like those are a lot of the times where they'll have like the, the higher calorie snacks and they'll they'll just munch on foods when they when like they should be sleeping um or like when they don't sleep and they get wicked tired and then they're, they'll like use that being tired to then not go to the gym and then to like when they don't go to the gym then they also munch on other stuff so there are plenty of people who don't sleep very well but keep everything in check because they're they're keeping their calories in check and they're keeping their exercise in check i wouldn't say it's necessarily like sleep inherently that a lack of it will make you gain weight or make you unhealthy it's more like the unhealthy habits that tend to come with not getting enough sleep anyway.
0: Okay, okay, I gotcha. And and do you adhere to, or I guess coach your, your clients on a certain diet? And what I, what I mean by that, let me preface that, is by you know, you have obviously the paleo diet out there, you have, you know, pescatarian or vegetarian, you have obviously just people that eat like crap. But is there a certain diet that you kind of adhere to, or is it just eat some healthy stuff?
1: You know, it, it really all boils down to, um, Doing what you can do consistently and I actually just made a video on this very recently where if you look at my website, my Instagram, my YouTube, never once will I ever say you like low carb or high carb or paleo or Mediterranean is the best because – what, it, what The research, the, the major thing that the research consistently shows is the healthiest people are the ones who maintain the healthiest body weights for the longest period of time. The, the major cause of heart disease and metabolic disease, all these things, it really stems from the, the downstream effects of obesity and being overweight, which is why as obesity rises, we see all of these negative effects. It's not like carbs are bad for you or fat is bad for you. It's that eating too many calories is bad for you over a long period of time. So for me, my biggest goal is, hey, let's find what you can do consistently over a long period of time. Like, let's find what you can do, like, all, like, for every day, not just for seven days or 21 days or or 30 days. Let's see what you can do forever. Um, And and we'll go from there. For some people, it's low-carb. Some people, it's high-carb. Some people, it's Mediterranean. Some people, it's paleo, yada, yada. Um, And... And we find what's going to work best for them and then we go from there and, and it's – everyone's different. And not only is everyone different but different people will – they'll change as their life progresses. So like what might work for a college kid is going to be very different for that same person when they have two kids and a spouse and a full-time job, you know?
0: So with that, is there any advice that you live by on a day-to-day basis or a quote that always surfaces for you or something that maybe some some inspiration you can give for others um, in terms of how to live their life better? Again, whether it's not just about, again, lower carbs or you know losing weight or whatever, just kind of a healthy lifestyle um, or just in general business standpoint, what what are some advice that you kind of live by that, that you hold true to you? So the
1: biggest thing I would say is, so many people overcomplicate it right they're like well what's the best time to eat or what's the best food to eat or what's the be- what's like the bad foods that I should stay away from and it's it's not about demonizing good or bad right or wrong best or worst when people say like they want the best they they're really saying like hey what's the what's the quick pill what's like the quick quick fix magic pill like what's the thing that's going to help me reach my goals fastest and when you have that mindset you are doomed to fail because you're just looking for that that quick fix then if you simplify it and number one keep your calories in check number two i have a little bit of fruit every day number three try and have some vegetables every day realistically it's probably not going to happen unless you are already at a very high level of fitness like most people don't get vegetables every day I would love for you to and i would i would applaud you if you did but try and keep your calories in check try and get some fruit every day try and get some vegetables every day try and have some protein at least one to two out of every three meals like i'd like to have it at every meal but again like it's not always realistic so calories in check protein in check some fruits and some veggies and if you and if you can do that if you can just keep your calories protein fruits veggies on a daily basis you will go far above and beyond 99.99% of people like that is if you can do that that is just the the major most important things regardless of what time you eat when you eat where you eat what you eat calories protein fruits veggies you're good
0: jordan <laughs> that's awesome man all right i'm we're going to let's end on a fun note Wh- why do you want to be a wizard <laughs>
1: man there's just nothing more incredible i'm a huge harry potter nerd and uh in the same way that i felt unbelievable when uh when i was a kid and i was coaching fred the guy with the shoulder problems knee problems just like felt like magical to me that like i could help someone in this situation reading harry reading harry potter books was like just got that same magical feeling it's like who wouldn't want to be able to just pick up a wand and wave it and, like, just – or pick up a broomstick and fly around the world? So, I mean, I don't think there's any any logical answer other than, like, why in the hell wouldn't you want to be a wizard? So uh, that's that's pretty much it. I would just – I would drop everything and do that if I
0: could. No man, that's awesome. I'm I'm right there with you. But I I just wanted your little insight into that because I, I always love when you post stuff about that. So it's uh it, it's it's awesome. Well, Jordan, man, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the time today and, and taking some out and chatting with us a little bit. And um, look forward to uh, connect with you soon.
1: Dude, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And anything you need, let me know. All
0: right. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jordan. Have a great one. Well, if you guys didn't get amped up after that interview, I don't know what's going to get you excited. Um, So much rich content, rich insight there from from Jordan um, and, and so appreciative that he was able to take some time out to share that wisdom uh, with everyone. So, and I definitely, you know, the challenges he had there for you, definitely uh, from a writing down your, uh, your intake, kind of what you're putting in your body for 30 days, I'm going to try to do it and I hope everyone else tries it as well. And Jordan's so awesome. Um, go ahead, like on Instagram and and write him a comment like, Hey, I tried it. You know, I did this for 30 days. Here are my results or here's what I found out. He's awesome about responding um, and getting back to folks. So I think you would really, uh, really like that, but yeah, go ahead and try it out. I mean, especially if you're struggling with weight or you're trying to figure out, you know, why am I not getting the results I want? That may be a good place to start kind of get that, you know, you think about like an experiment, you know, get that control out there. Okay. Hey, this is, you know, th- these are all the things I'm doing and, and I kind of know now I can start tweaking what I put in my body. Um, after I know all the things I have been putting my body in, in the amounts of that last thing i want to mention for this uh for this particular uh, episode is i released, recently listened to a podcast actually with tim ferris um have a hell of a respect for tim been listening to his stuff for a lot of years but he did a great interview with stuart brand um and i definitely recommend you guys go check that interview out stuart has just so much rich knowledge and i mean they they go all over the map on a variety of topics. But, you know, something Stuart says um, very eloquently is you have to keep on acquiring skills. You know, a lot of things that he did or learned, you know, he, he didn't know that they were going to help him out down the road, but they ended up working out and helping him out in various businesses and various um, interactions he had. So this goes back to the whole thing, you know, the dozen months of discovery that I've been talking about, this journey in 2018 that I'm going to take. But, I definitely encourage you guys is, you know, what different skills, what different things can you acquire um, that are, that may not help you now, but could be some things that like, Oh, this is cool. I may want to learn that. You never know what path that's going to lead you on down the road or how that's going to help you with your career successes. So I definitely encourage you guys to at least trim a little time from some of those just kind of wasted activity. Like if you're just watching four hours of TV at night, why don't you trim it back an hour for the month of January and try to acquire a new skill, see what happens and see if that, if you get interested in it more, see if that helps you. So, you know, Stuart again, great interview. um, But that was one key that I picked up. And by the way, for, for you guys, for Stuart brand, how I knew about him um, and and where I guess I came across him was, you know, uh, Steve jobs kind of made his quote, um, famous of "Stay Hungry, Stay Foolish," um, that he put in his last uh, his last uh, issue of the Whole Earth Catalog back in the late '60s. But Steve Jobs' commencement speak uh, at Stanford in 2005 again, said, stay hungry, stay foolish. And I've always kept that top of mind as like the main quote that, you know, I live by. And it means different stuff, I think, to everyone. You know, for me, it's you have to stay focused. Um, You can't get, you know, swayed away with 20 different things. However, kind of, you know, contrary to that is you have to be open-minded. You have to be curious a little bit um, because you never know. There's not this one path, oh, in 10 years, I'm going to be here your life takes you in a variety of different directions, as, as everyone probably listening knows. But why not have that curiosity? Why not be open to new things that you maybe. Are skeptical about or maybe not know a ton about go learn about it go see if it actually helps you um, and, and you never know what path that's gonna lead you down right so I, I think there's a lot of opportunities that are missed and I just just hope you guys will try some things out and you know said see if it helps you down in um, in your career as you go forward or it's something that you have that arrow in your quiver um, that you may pull out down the road and you don't even know if it's necessary right now so I really appreciate you guys listening again, Um, again, online um, at Andraco Golf. Um, You can go to my website, brianandrejko.com. But any comments, feedback, insight, so I can make this podcast better for you guys, uh, please let me know. Um, Definitely appreciate you listening, and and hopefully you'll join uh, for the next episode. Have a great day. Let's get started!